I am Alana from Chicken House Press, and this is Writer's Chat. Dr. Elena Sherwood was one of the very first authors that I took on as a mentoring client. And she and I worked together to discover the story that she really wanted to tell. Her book, Greatness Finds a Way, is part of her own story, her own journey. It is about facing the past to embrace the future. Readers have called it concise and punchy. Yasmin Dean, another PhD, has said, the parent-child relationship, the ways children protect themselves, and the flawed adult these experiences form allows the reader to see into their own life mirror while simultaneously grieving and celebrating the author's story. This is soul-touching, hopeful work, and it is. Getting to work on this book with Elena was a great privilege. We both learned so much together. I'm going to read the back cover blurb for you so you get a little more sense of what we are dealing with. If you've ever wondered how emotional wounds are formed, healing into mere scars, this book is for you. Greatness Finds a Way is the author's personal journey, written in a manner that draws you in as you learn more about yourself. A seasoned therapist, Elena Sherwood, walks the definitively brave line of using her story to inspire, and she does so tastefully and with grace. This book is a purposeful short read that leaves a lasting impression. Greatness Finds a Way is a powerful story of hope and a reminder that you are not alone. So Elena and I met up to chat about her book, about the journey she went on with me to make this happen. We had so many technical difficulties trying to make this interview happen. Our Zoom was not working. We couldn't get sound to work. So what ended up happening is we did an Instagram live. That means our quality is really garbage, but the content is so, so rich. So please don't let the bad sound quality turn you off. I encourage you to listen in. We talk about so much great stuff. We talk about making space, message targeting, adding meaning to the world, writing your own story, freeing up your memories and ultimately embracing your own greatness. So please enjoy my conversation with Dr. Elena Sherwood. So we are talking about your book, about your, I wanna talk about your journey through, through the publishing journey. And I really just want it to be kind of like an easy back and forth. I have not prepared any questions for you. (laughs) Just like a a nice conversation about writing and publishing. So I want to start with where, how was the seed planted in you to, to get your work out there? Like what, what made you take that first step to pursue your writing? Okay, so it was one of these things that I was feeling some sort of unrest. And so I started a blog. I just, you know, it's just one of those things. You have these little things kind of lingering in the undertones and you you just kind of have to give it some space. So I started a blog. As a, as a therapist, you, we never really want to, we want 
to leave the world with our words as best we could. And so I put as much as I could into my blog, all the uh, the different kind of expertise that I could anyway. But I was feeling like there was more information that didn't quite belong there. And so that kind of unrest, you know, as they say, just kind of keep going with it. And so you and I have a mutual friend, and who I who is a a a, a, a published and uh, a little more versed in in this industry than I am. So I pretty much said, "Hey, what advice do you have?" And so she connected me. And so it was really one of these. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know that it would actually lead to something and it would finish. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't expect it to finish as quick as it did. And I think what really, really helped me, and I highly recommend this to other people, is if you're feeling that there's some kind of unsatisfied thing, like you just feel like somebody give me a microphone, somebody give me anything where I have a message to say, is that sit down with a mentor. Allow, you know, it open opens up space for conversation about something. Uh, well worth the investment, and it didn't even cost that much. How did that, how did that, process change your approach because I I think my understanding is that when you first came to me you had almost a totally different book in your head and then through our progress together and our conversation and me kind of putting some pressure on you and pushing you a little bit something totally different came out so what kind of like how did you navigate that how did you kind of land where you did what was that like? So, well, I, I think it was a lot like, um, I kept thinking of your of your Hemingway quote on your mm-hmm. website there. Yeah. That says, there is nothing to, what is it? There is nothing There's to nothing writing. To writing. All you it's, do is sit down at the typewriter and bleed. What happened is I did exactly that. Mm-hmm. And I listened and I this required quite a bit of openness on my part. Yes to accept your words. Mm -hmm. I was ready to basically write a bullshit book. Not so much that it would be bullshit, but it would just be something that I couldn't see anybody really wanting to read it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to read it. I didn't want like the stuff that it, nothing felt authentic until I started to tell my story. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of that process of, well, I I need to commit to what this is going to be. And I remember sort of feeling I remember the moment when I gave you my table of contents <laughs> I look at it and you said okay so I'm gonna tell my story and then I'm gonna talk about kind of how it applies to like theory and clinical practice and all of that wonderful stuff and remember yeah. the look on your face you know you were so polite and you just kind of said um are you married to this outline like uh, I said, well, well, he's, and, I, and your advice is just just sit and write and write and write and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so I simply trusted all that. I just right. let that do its thing. Just tell your story. But holy vulnerability overload. Sure. Yeah. Like I, 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 I kept saying, okay, I'm going to be okay because Alana's going to edit this. She's going to mm-hmm. edit it and make sure it doesn't turn into. Um, this, I don't know, soap opera kind of thing. Like, and I kept saying, is there even a market for this? I remember asking you in one of your words, said, if it's authentic and it's genuine, there's always a market for that. Because I didn't yeah. want to go through all of this only to say, you know, my intent was to help people with it, not just 
yeah, doing my own thing and writing. But you know, there, there, there was a purpose to this book. And if you if you put your focus on that one person that your story is going to help, and you just you write for that one. Yeah. You really end you really end up writing for the masses, right? But if you focus on that one and you target the one that needs your message, you're gonna yeah. do so much more good than if you write what you think you're supposed to write. Well, and it just gets down to who do you want to be? Sure. I think. And you know what? Wherever you, you look at these, what is my life purpose? And what like what do you want to be remembered for? Mm -hmm. Sort of, you know. We're, yeah. we're all doing what we, everything that we're doing is to, to add meaning, mm -hmm. to connect with other people, to do something yeah. meaningful that will be of use to others. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter how selfless and selfish we are, our intention is always to, 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 be, to be in support of, of the greater good. Mm -hmm. and, and so to me, uh, it just felt right to do all that, mm -hmm. even if it was exhausting. <laughs> sure. And it was really a condensed process, right? Like, I think when you first came to me, you were talking like a year or more down the road, we're going to be finally getting this thing together. But you kind of went in with this drive and just crazy passion. And like, you need, I was giving you deadlines and you were meeting them. And even though you were complaining well, along the way. <laughs> Well, and I think it's one of those that this probably this story probably could have been written much earlier, maybe two or three years earlier. I think yes. that's how ready it was. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, these happen; these things happen for a reason. And maybe I wasn't quite as at peace with Absolutely. everything, and I couldn't quite put it to words, or I would have done this. Yeah. yeah. Or even getting over that hurdle of I need to write this clinical really academic heavy kind of manual almost setting that aside and just embracing your own story and your own journey and how that actually can do a lot of good to the you know the normal not normal <laughs> the, the regular reader right who doesn't have a brain maybe for for some of that academia i think waiting until you were ready was was a gift that you're you're giving the world so I think, yeah, there's real value in listening to your own, your own process and your own journey and your own timing. Because if you, if you force something, it reads as forced. Yes. And it really does no good. And it, it's also about the books that I have read, that I, even the books I've learned a lot from, yeah. I've found them almost painful to get through because they were so kind of clinically clinical and... Yeah. Uh, almost formulaic in the way that, you know, and the worst, and I all respect for everybody who has done a lot of work to, to change, mm -hmm. um, uh, to educate people. But the book I didn't want to write was the one that says, well, in case A, you know, these, this was her, these were her circumstances. And mm -hmm. this one, and to me that I've never been a person who could do that. First of all, there have been many people in my life that I been in contact with and the last thing I wanted any of them to do was to feel like she's talking about me she's talking about me she can't talk about me um, because many of our situations and stories are similar mm -hmm. and so I wanted to just get that right out of there to be really really clear this mm -hmm. is not about anybody and then there was something very powerful in writing my own story mm -hmm. and seeing it in the way that I do today 
as a, a woman in her mid-50s. I highly, highly recommend people write their stories out there. I do. I do. Write your story, even if it's just for yourself, or even if it's just for the next generation, or some people in your life who are younger who could use some of your life lessons. Mm. So, Were you surprised by any of the revelations that came out of writing your own story? Like, did you have a kind of black and white view of your your whole history or like what came up out of it that surprised you well that's a that's a great question actually the biggest surprise was and this is really quite true anyway with any any clinician can tell you this that when you get past the trauma behind it you will find the other memories that you couldn't access because visiting the trauma and the painful feelings uh, you, you don't want to do that like you go away from it and so when you get past that in deal, you're able to see everything else, including the good. I was almost just in awe at how many other memories this freed up. Mm -hmm. uh, quite joyful, like quite like, uh, and many of them, I, I was sitting in here in my little office laughing hysterically because I can remember even some of the other things, like the lighter side. Mm -hmm. And then there were the happy tears, too, about all the other things that I can now see that were magnificent. Right. All those steps that got you where you are right now. Yeah. Honestly, I think this has kind of become my 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 little crusade, right? I'm 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 kind of trying to force people to look inside because that's mm -hmm. and I really do believe this. Everything they need in life is right in there, all the mm -hmm. wisdom, but it's not fun. Oh, sure. It's messy. Were there a lot of things you discovered that you kept for yourself that you didn't share in the book? I did. Yeah. Um I did because I, I didn't want to detract from the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a dissection. It wasn't that sort of a tell-all kind of book. It was a. It had to have meaning, and I didn't want to lose people in the details. I wanted for everything to have a purpose, mm -hmm. to deliver a message of some sort. Dissect your title a little bit. Your title is Greatness Finds a Way. I know even finding that title was a bit of a journey for you. And so for those of you who have read it, and those of you who will read it, I do say this somewhere in the last title that I knew the title before I knew what the book was going to be about. I've always believed this. I've always believed that all the good things in us will find a way to come out. My son is a very intelligent kid. I shouldn't call him a kid. He's early 20s now. But he had a hard time finding part-time work. And so the only thing he could, he's a very, very, he's an aerospace engineer student, very, very bright, couldn't find anything. So the only thing he could find was a pizza job, like a dishwasher in a pizza joint. Okay, so he did that. And then they, he was doing quite well there. They offered him to do some deliveries. What does he do? He maps out everything so effectively that he broke the record of number of deliveries in a two-week span. They're like, how did you do all of this? Nobody has ever done this. And to him, he used his brain of planning and efficiency, and it just it didn't make sense to read blue, 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 blue. So he just, yep, da, 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 done. And, and so this is what I do believe is whatever it is we end up doing, mm -hmm. our greatness will seep out and do something really, really meaningful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and that he's just one. He's the only one I can safely talk about. But there are other people who find themselves in, in maybe it's in jobs or in places or in countries where they feel like, I am highly trained at this, and this is what I find myself doing. 
Uh, I can think of another lady, a nurse who couldn't find work and opened a teddy bear making home and she rocked at this teddy bear industry. It was amazing. So this is the thing is we get so caught up in believing. uh, I think the greatness will do its thing. Mm -hmm. It'll find its way out, but you got to let it. Sure. You have to be open to that. And yeah. And that's, that's the message of your whole book. One way or another. Whatever it is you do, wherever you are in life, wherever you find yourself, there is, I do, and I really do believe this, greatness mm-hmm. exists in all of us. Mm-hmm. And we don't always know in what form it's going to come out. And many times it has nothing to do with what we do for a living. Mm-hmm. Have you had readers reach out to you with their own stories? You don't have to share their stories. No, 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 absolutely. Things, yeah. Um, it, it's it's not actually uncommon for me to um oh look you know check my messages and it would be a long kind of thing about which yeah. i absolutely love and i've always invited people to give me some feedback and tell mm-hmm. me if there was anything about it that resonated with them and i'm very very proud to say that uh at least anybody who's connected with me uh has has done that in in some way or another whether it's to understand maybe it's to understand their parents story uh maybe it's to understand their students maybe it's to understand people they interact with and then the big one of course is that it's it aligned with just about i have one that we you know we talked about every single parallel we shared you make those really kind of real deep connections just through story and that's an amazing like powerful powerful tool right that you now have as a connection point to really people all over the world i don't know how many people have purchased it and not finished it i mean it's a pretty short book you guys like this thing is yeah, like concise and punchy, right? it's like not even the width of my glasses uh, thing and and i remember talking to you about this where you know and and i love what you said if you're done you're done don't waste your time or anybody else's you know if yeah. you're done and and mm-hmm. so it just i think it's just the perfect thing i had a friend who read it in an hour no um, really yeah and in the inside of an hour she read the whole thing and then gave a put a review and then also did a little facebook thing about why everybody else should find we should read this book uh, she she is the perfect teammate <laughs> that's amazing yeah yeah so um but yeah it's an afternoon read and will really cause the reader to kind of look into their own life and find those touch points that have shaped them and are pushing them towards something yeah i highly recommend you know when people say okay i'm gonna read your book i this is actually what i recommend is that allow yourself like a two or three hour window maybe in Mm -hmm. a quiet place in a comfortable place so you can fully experience it yeah um, because I think that could be its own thing that would be very personal to the reader. Um, it's not really one that you could pick up and kind of read here and there. It's like, if you really want the full experience. Immerse right in it. Yeah. And see if you can finish it to the end, uh, which many have. And uh, hopefully get something out of it. Because it, I think it's really cheap therapy. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Has it led to um, other opportunities for you since it's been released? Uh, it, it has. I uh, connected with a lovely, um, I, I did a, a YouTube interview with the um, 
uh, immigrants of Canada. I can't remember their uh, their full name right now, but yeah. lovely. I've met some lovely people there. I've done. I've been doing. It's kind of pushed me to get myself out there to get to more podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, which was a very good thing for me because you know I had that in me. So I try to guest wherever I can in, yeah. in other Facebook groups. And one of the things I'm trying to do now is kind of design another psychoeducational program Mm -hmm. surrounding the steps to guiding a person to to do this themselves. Wow. Well, that's incredible. It snowballs, right? Like new ideas, new opportunity. That's really exciting. And hopefully in a new book down the road. (laughs) There is another one. There's at least another. (laughs) No no pressure. No pressure. It's all about timing. You don't don't push it. Don't rush it. When you're ready, well, when it's ready. And, and I think it's just one of those that when you open a door, it kind of keeps you in a certain uh, certain down a certain path. Mm-hmm. And then with another in another path, I found um, that I actually no longer wanted to be a therapist. I've completely enjoyed my uh, 30 plus years in it and all the education and the wisdom. And now I moved into, uh, I'm just about finished my certification and becoming a resilience coach. I have discontinued my license to therapy to be a therapist. So that's, it's still an effective thing until the middle of July, because that's how long the process takes. Um, But it snowballed a bit more and more about who do I really want to be? Yeah. Wow. Those are brave steps. That's courageous to admit who you want to be, what you want to do with your life and change, change direction. Yeah. I'm still in the um, half terrified out of my wits stage. Yeah. Uh, We're all a little bit scared all the time. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I know I sound a lot like a cliche right now or a fortune cookie saying but it's like it it's it's so true if you don't you'll regret it right that's the worst kind of life i think is the one would regret yeah you are so true to your message always and are prolific on social media in spreading your just positivity and just these punchy little reminders of be who you are and chase after what you want and be authentic and find joy. And what feeds all that? Is it, is it your journey that feeds all that? Is it, are you just naturally this bubbly, incredible Yes and no. I think I was, I was a therapist long before I was a therapist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember even back in the Philippines, walking into a playground or a classroom or whoever was the quietest or least unhappy person is the one I would go sit with. I, 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 who, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe in a way I could identify, but also in a, in a way I, um, it's just something that I do. I still do it. I can't, I can't stop myself. Virginia. In fact, yeah. you know, I, I, I think I wake up talking and sprouting and it's it's a little uncomfortable for some of my family it's like oh my god stop um and and so but i i'm just naturally i think opinionated about a great many things mm-hmm. and like everybody else if there is an injustice that we know we have some influence on mm-hmm. why wouldn't i say something 
like why wouldn't I yeah good for you we need we need so much more of that thanks but I mean not everybody can afford a therapist not everybody will go to one not everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so it's not going to harm the world for me to add little pops of flavor to it and see what happens oh, of course where where do you get your energy is it just fueled by that that need to kind of spread the word of you are worthy you are, yeah amazing and I would like to say that it's entirely selfless, but there is a, um, there is a kind of like a coming together for me when I get the exact message I'm trying to deliver. Mm -hmm. Because it's not always the first take is never, no, it's not what I wanted to say. What did I want to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's just one of those, like there, it, it's, it's healing to speak. It's healing to uh, connect our words with a voice yeah um so yeah can you share a little bit about your actual writing process as you worked on the book um like what did what did a typical day look like for you how much time were you giving how much just doing nothing were you doing because that's a big part of writing too is just sitting quietly in your words <laughs> what what yeah. was your process like so mine was easily so the my most standard way was to uh close the door to my my little office craft room space here and nobody ever bothered me or if they did uh, you know it was never but there was kind of a thing if the door shut like go away so mm -hmm. there was that um and there was also once in a while i changed it up like when i was really really stuck i would take my laptop and i would take it to another another environment and i it was in the middle of COVID, so there was no like i'm going to go to starbucks and do this you know it was mostly i'm going to be in the living room i'm going to be in the bedroom i'm going to be on the floor like that sort of thing but i the, the biggest thing was just to commit and to say surely i can finish this chapter or surely i could finish this story um and so it was just Kind of like, am I going to do this or not? And I think it's quite different, though, if if a person was a fiction writer and there's a story and a creativity that that kind of has to come together and all of that. Because right. I admire you, you, you blessed humans who could do that. For myself, it was mostly okay. Tap, tap in deep. Yeah, and, and that's hard through. work. That's that's a whole different kind of difficulty level from fiction right they're both hard in their own ways and you have to tap into different things but there's still a lot of introspection that goes into both i can imagine i can only imagine sort of yeah. the, the, the travels of, of the other kind um, would you ever would you ever step into that world and try your hand at at fiction? Elena, to be honest i tried it was terrible oh my oh. god it was awful it was awful don't try to be something you're not <laughs> yeah that's a good lesson but it's great that you tried yeah it was i i did i thought wouldn't it be cool if i could mm -mm. no it was a hard no <laughs> full stop so, no yeah not happening <laughs> yeah um i'm really glad i did um it's been very good for even for my family can you imagine you read that book can you imagine my son like it took my other son a long time to actually read it because he did so busy and and all of that so when he finally did read it it was like it was only a few months ago um it was quite the really oh my god 
they're learning things about you. Yeah, when I was writing it, he had said, you know, I'm going to read this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm writing it so anybody can read it. Yeah. So, anyway. yeah. And you, you were glowing, really, about your family. So nothing to worry there. <laughs> well, you know, the good and the bad and the ugly. Yeah. And that, that's, that's the world. That's life, right? Yeah, that, that makes it an authentic story. Yeah, it, it, that it was, um, yes. for certain, to the point that when it started to really get out there, I think the, the day I, I, I sent the final, yeah, this is okay, and then you said, okay, it's heading out to get printed. I think I had a minor little panic attack yeah. in my thing. Once it's out there, right? Like, that's you have to have full ownership of that. You're fully responsible for every single word. That's, it's, it is a huge responsibility to put a book out there and it's hugely vulnerable, especially with nonfiction. So good for you for, get, for getting over that hurdle, for pushing through, for knowing you had a story that needed to be told. And I'm so excited that I got to be part of it. That was such an honor. And I'm, I'm so proud of this little book. I think together we've done something really special and I hope it has a long, long life. I hope so too. I think we should all look upon our lives in the same way that I did. I think part of the thing that kept me going and writing it is it was more, what would I, what do I tell other people to do? So really it's time for me to do what I tell others, which was the hardest thing. Of course, anybody can quit and, and there's a time to quit things and there's a time to just, to just do. And it's gritty mm -hmm. and it's a little bit ugly and it's a whole lot of wonderful and it's like the perfect salad you know and honestly alana i could not have done that without you because i knew the entire time that you had my back i knew that you wouldn't let it be a piece of crap mm -hmm. um and yeah. i really value the times when you said you can't say that because they don't trust you because it, it's not you you're saying something different and I'm like, well, that's not what I meant. Okay. So then I would go back and I would re rethink yeah. what was I trying to say. Okay. But little things like that go such a long way. It's it's so refreshing when someone like you were so open, because there are people that really have walls up and aren't open to any kind of criticism, especially in something so vulnerable as sharing your own story. For for me to have permission to kind of get in there and really get to the root of what you needed to say, that was such a privileged position for me to be in. And it means so much that you trusted me with that because that's that's a hard position for people to like to open themselves up to that. Thank you for being a joy to work with and for being so real, like, because you didn't hold back when you were struggling or when, when you were, when a part was really upsetting you or like that, it was a really an easy back and forth. So, I mean, I would like everyone I work with to be like you, <laughs> just be a little bit more like Elena. Send yeah. them my way first and I'll, uh, I'll sit down and have a chat and, and let them know it's possible that they actually let it happen. Yeah, so. yeah. Just, just to be open. I think that's the, the biggest lesson in, in all of this is yeah. Be open to the people that are trying to help and that gets, that will help get your message out. The lack of openness is a huge issue for the general public. Um, sure. for everybody it's even in my own house I love them all but you know mm -hmm. uh, and uh, among everybody else being open is 
quite scary. Yes. So it has been a joy. And I hope that we have many opportunities down the road to cross paths, to work together in whatever capacity that is. Um, I'm excited for it, for whatever the future has for the two of us. Me too. Yeah, because I think what we've really established is a, a beautiful working relationship that can just go forever. So thank you. And thank, thank you, you. thank you for meeting with me today and chatting and sharing about your book and your heart and your just your your purpose on this world. It's such an honor to be part of it and navigating all these technical difficulties like you just do it with grace. And so thank you. Oh, you are most welcome. I mean, why, why wouldn't why wouldn't we? I mean, there's there's always a way. There's always yeah. ways. Push through, push through. Yeah. yeah. Tech shit is not going to stop us. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, love this. You can get your copy of this powerful little book by visiting chickenhousepress.ca slash bookstore. You can find it on Amazon or order it through your independent bookstores. Get this book. It is going to move you in ways you did not expect.